Hello again, our fearless family. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode here of the Fearless Fathers Podcast, the growing podcast for dads looking to better their minds, better themselves, for their families. So thank you again for tuning in here today. If this is your first time with us, welcome to the family. Glad you're checking us out. Glad you're here for this journey, where it means to become a fearless father. It's Davo here today, running lay solo on the mic. Ryan is unfortunately indisposed. I'm not going to bust him too bad this week. I've already busted him enough as it is. So we're going to let this one slide. If you want me to bust him, make sure you leave a review or a remark about busting him. And I'll make sure to do that for next week when we're actually talking again. But without further ado, as the title of this episode says, this is about what bad advice has cost your family. Specifically, the bad advice that we hear all over the place. You know the stuff I'm talking about. It comes from the people who may have good intentions, who may have good, yeah, good intentions. Why even sugarcoat it more? They might care. They might just say, oh, well, I've done it this way or we do that. But I'm going to get into a lot about that more. But today I want you to really sit down and think about what has bad parenting advice or even unsolicited parenting advice, which is a tangent I could get on in a completely different episode. But what has that bad advice cost your family, cost you for raising your family, for being a fearless father? And if you're not really sure what I'm talking about or where I'm going to go here, I'm going to start it off this way. You know the bad advice that you've heard out there. And I chose these four specific ones. The first one, I'm just going to go right from the bottom up. You need to bring them around more. It implies that you don't do enough for other people. It implies that you need to do other things other than what you feel is best for your family. And that's just far from the truth. If we've talked about cutting off family members, toxic relationships, narcissistic family members, I mean, we've talked about this a lot in other past episodes. This one kind of gets me a little bit. It, It almost got me heated when I... When I was reading it, but quit praising your kids. You're going to spoil them. I feel as a father, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel as a father, you should be praising your kids. I say it at the end of every single fucking episode. Your kids are learning every single day and so are you. Praise your kids. It's not going to spoil them. It's going to make them bigger. It's going to, it's going to bring more abundance to them. It's, it's going to make them feel right. It's going to make them feel appreciated. It's not going to make them feel like the small victories that they take are going to be not that big of a deal. Because again, I'm going to harp on this right now. Every small victory leads to massive, massive results. So celebrate those small victories. Praise your damn kids for taking those steps. Praise you for taking those steps. And this one kind of goes hand in hand. It runs a little parallel, I think. But, you know, letting them figure it out on their own. Oh, just let them figure it out on their own. They'll they'll figure it out. You you can't keep jumping in every single time that they have an issue. Which, part of that may be true. You obviously want to give your kids independence. But, man, what better way to get a bonding experience in? Especially if it's something that you yourself doesn't know. To go in there, to get in the dirt together and figure it out. 
let them understand and let them figure out processes, but be there with them. Enjoy that moment. Bond with them. It's going to build a lasting memory for both of you. And this last one, boys will be boys. How many times have we heard that today, gentlemen? How many times have we heard that either today or in our own lives? Or how many times have we heard it just all together? This one, as simple as it is, leads to a lot of the stigmas that we as men, as dads face today. I feel. I feel. And I could be completely wrong, but that's fine. This is Devo time here. The boys will be boys, bad parenting advice. The boys are the manly ones. They get in the mud. They play with the G.I. Joes. They, we, we've all heard it. We all heard it. I'm not going to harp on that too much. But then that one has the ugly cousin side of, well, you're a man. You're a boy, so you can't show emotion. Boys will be boys. Boys are going to bully you. That's just what they do. Boys are going to tease you. Boys are going to do this. You need to man up. You need to nut up. I can't tell you how many times growing up that I heard that kind of stuff, either from other adults, relatives, whomever. I always heard that stuff. And if anybody out there knows me is listening to this, I was never the manliest of men. I was the scrawniest of scrawn. Still kind of am, but you know what? Now I got a little bit of a dad gut going on. Thank you very much. That's a stigma for another episode. But those are a bit of the bad advice things that we've heard. And, you know, you can insert your own there. But those are four major ones that I feel in my heart are big ones that kind of get me twisted a little bit when I, when I started thinking about this episode. Now, when you hear this bad advice, who is it coming from? Are they going to be considered the quote-unquote expert in what they're talking about? And when I say expert, I don't mean the man or the female or the uncle, the rich uncle who has 95 letters after their name and they spent 20 years in grad school. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the expert who's been in the mud, who goes through the trenches, who's learned from the experiences, who who is actually crushing it out there, who put in their reps. When you look at them and you're like, damn, he knows what the fuck he's doing. I need I don't want to. I need to learn how he figured that out. That's what I mean by expert. On this podcast, some of you out there, maybe all of you, I don't know, but some of you out there consider Ryan and I experts. And I feel like we are experts in what we do because we've been there. We have those traits. We do things that are outside the normal that you want to learn. So who is it that you're learning from? Is it the parent who was not that great at parenting, whether it was your own or a relative or whomever, and they're giving you this, oh, you just need to let them figure it out while yet they got their, uh, you know, your cousin Johnny's running around beating a, beating a water bucket over his head and running into the high voltage electricity box, you know, that we used to hang out to in the 90s. I'm not dating myself or anything, but you know what we're talking about. Or is it the dad? who's in Walmart, he's playing with his kids. They're laughing, they're running, they're jumping, they're having a great time. And then all of a sudden, you know, kid's freaking out a little bit. He's like, yo, dude, you know, now it's cool time. Now we need to be calm, be gentle. And he's not yelling, he's not freaking, he's not flipping out. And the kid's like, you got it, old man. You know, two-year-old saying, you got it, dude. 
and he's running out there and he's holding your hand and he's walking. Who is it that you want to learn from? Who is it that you need to learn from? We're going to dig a little bit into that towards the end of this episode. This next point I need to hit. We kind of talked about it in prior episodes, but does that advice come from your toxic legacies? Now, if you're a new listener today or you've just started listening to us a while ago, Ryan and I did an episode about cutting toxic family legacies, about altering your family legacy. And what I mean by the toxic legacies, the ones that you're told growing up, well, my dad did this, so that means you have to do this, and his dad did this, and his dad's dad, when he was over there, that kind of stuff I'm talking about. The stuff that doesn't serve you. The stuff that doesn't make you, you. The stuff that you said when you were older and you were going to have a kid. I am never going to teach my kid to live this way. It didn't do shit for me. So I'm not going to make them do the same things that I hated to do. Because I think that's what every parent's goal is. Is to give their kids a better life than what they had growing up. And you may be cutting toxic legacies and not even realize it. And on top of that, and even with the toxic legacies, or even just with family in general, are they are they truly genuine when they're giving you this advice? Or are they envious? And now you might be telling me, well, Dave, I'm not going to know that unless I actually ask them, like, hey, do you fucking hate that I'm a good parent and you're not? Like, no, that's not what I'm trying to get at here. What I'm saying is, when you talk to them, when, they, when you have that conversation with them, are they coming from a place of sincerity? Are they coming from a place of protecting you? Because most times people that give you this bad advice that's going to cost you your future, your family's future, your parenting success habits, is that genuine? Or are they envious? Do they see you out there in their own mind, in their own perception of you crushing it? of you crushing it, going out there, putting in your reps, sacrificing, working, sweating, grinding, and then still having a great time and finding ways to crush it? Or are they that person that tells you, well, this is the way it is because I've raised nine kids, so I know what it takes to raise a kid. Or my kids never had to do this. Or I don't know why you would teach your kid that way. What I do is I do X. You know the persons, the people, the relatives, the co-workers, associates, you know those people out there that I'm talking about. They may come from a good heart. They may come from a shit heart. If you leave that conversation, you're like, wow, I trust Jim. Jim and I have been great friends for years. I know he wouldn't try and stab me in the back. Deep down, Jim's like, motherfucker, I got you. (laughs) Or is it that person that's like, you know what? When you leave that conversation, you're like, that guy's a fucking tool bag. I don't want to listen to shit that he has to say. I don't care what he has to say. That's the way we need to start looking at bad parenting advice in general. And it comes from a mindset shift. The advice that we normally get is from people that we care about. It's from people that we tend to respect. And when we tend to respect or care about the person, we tend to listen to their ideals And what they have to say a little bit more closely. But, and this is a big old but, is it serving you? Is that bad advice 
going to cost more than what you can afford as a father. I want you to think of that because that's the reason for the title of this. It's not just clickbait, but does that bad advice cost you more than you can afford? Do you really need to go out there and endorse that check and cash it? I am really dating myself in this episode. That's like two pre-2000s references that I've used. When we listen to advice, whether it's good intentions, whether it's envious, that imposter, that imposter in our mind starts to creep back in and says, you know what? Jim's right. His kids don't do that. Why do my kids have to do that? Why can't I be more like Jim? Why can't I just do the right thing? Why, why do my kids need to go this route when I'm doing this and they need to do that, but I need to do this, but Jim's crushing it as a dad, but I'm not crushing it. And I thought I was crushing it, but now you, you see how that starts playing a game in your head. That imposter is now feeding on your anxiety. It's feeding on your fears. It's feeding on your worry. It's feeding on the, on the self-worth that you don't have right now. Because you may have taken that bad advice and said, yeah, okay, whatever. But then subconsciously, you start seeing it more and more. You start thinking about it more and more. And the more it creeps, the more that imposter builds. And he's waking up. He's like, yeah, motherfucker, we got some anxiety today. Mm, we're going to eat good. Oh, what, what do we got here? Oh, shit. Jim said that you may not be a good dad because of this. Oh, we're going to exacerbate the living hell out of that today. Come here, boy. I'm going to make you feel like shit. I say that lightheartedly, but it's true. It's true. In one way or another, we all deal with that. I myself still deal with that. Ryan still deals with that. But we have the tools. We have the capabilities that we've taken, that we've tried to present to you through many times to help beat that imposter in one way, shape, or form. But it's when you come to realize that that imposter is there is when you could truly start overcoming and taking that advice and saying, well, you know what? I don't need this check. This check's not going to do anything for me. It's going to sit in my bank account, and I'm going to look at it. I'm going to hate it. I'm going to feel like garbage looking at this check. Fuck this check. I don't need this check. I'm going to change. I'm going to throw it out. I want you to take what we've talked about today. I want you to think about this stuff. Again, the reason why we started this podcast is for things like this, those uncomfortable subjects, to get you in that mindset, to get you saying, yeah, you know what? These guys are out there talking about this shit that nobody talks about. And maybe it helps you. Great. If it does, I am super pumped that we're able to express what we feel, what we believe, what has worked for us, and now it could work for you. If you're listening to us and you're like, you know what? These guys have no fucking clue what they're talking about. That's fine. That is okay. As long as you are going out there and you're crushing it as a dad and you know you're crushing it as a dad, I'm happy for you. You could think I'm the biggest moron in the world, and that is perfectly okay. My wife would agree with you. Insert laugh here. But I just want to see us dads defeat these bad advice checks, these feelings of self-doubt, of self-worth. And I feel that the bad advice check that gets cashed is a big proponent in a lot of this. And I'm not a psychologist, and I've said this. I'm not the smartest man in the room. I'm just a guy who loves personal development, who loves to see people succeed. And I want to give you the tools and I want to give you the successes to go out there and fucking crush it as a dad. That's all I care about. That is all I care about from the bottom of my heart. But again, when that bad advice comes, is that a check that you need to cash? I keep saying that because it's important. 
I have a little call to action for you guys today. It's going to take a little bit of time. But that's what you need to do. When you need to better yourself, you need to set dedicated time away to go out there and crush it. You need to do these exercises. After you listen to this episode tonight, set a reminder in your phone, go out there, I need you to do this. We all know bad parenting advice has cost us something. It's cost me a life at abundance for a while. It cost many of my friends opportunities that they other would have had had they not fallen into the, you need to support your family, you need to do this, you need to do that. Let me tell you, just recently I did this exercise and it really helped reinforce and start making, again, micro shifts in my life. Stuff that I forgot about. I went back and I haven't done this exercise in maybe two years, a variant of this exercise. And all it is, it's super simple. We're going to call it the bad advice parenting reflection tool. All you need to do, write this in a notebook. Don't write it in your phone. Sit down, actually take 20 minutes, hard time, set a timer, and do this on a piece of paper, on a notebook, whatever you need to do. But on one side of the piece of paper, I need you to write down the bad parenting advice that you've been given before. You need to trust me because I raised you or my kids don't do that, so I don't know why you would do that. You should do this. Whatever the advice is that you've gotten, it could be two, three, four, seven, ten things. I don't care how many they are. But on the right side of that paper, I need you to write, what did that advice cost you? Did it cost you an opportunity to grow with your children? Did it cost you an opportunity to start that business? Did it cost you an opportunity to feel like a fucking real man, to feel like you, to do what serves you? I don't care if it cost you a penny's worth or a thousand dollars worth because that penny adds up. It compounds over time. That thousand dollars, it's a big hit, but you can make that back and starts with doing this today. So there's your call to action. Make sure you do that. If you want to, send us a story. Send us an email at hello at fearlessfathers.net. Let us know what you thought about this exercise, if it helped you, if it made you reinforce something that you otherwise would have forgotten. Ryan and I love to hear your stories. We love talking with you guys. The engagement has been great all across the board, from our Facebook group to just private messages and all over the place. So thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Continue to share this podcast with other dads out there who really need this help. We're continuing to grow. We're almost a year old now, guys. We're almost a year old since we've been doing this podcast. And we're not stopping anytime soon. As long as we have content, as long as we have dads that need to defeat this stigma, we're here for the long haul, boys. Your kids are learning and growing every single day. Just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same. We are breaking that stigma of the bad parenting advice one step at a time, one day at a time, and together, we're going to embrace them.